Post-pandemic travel numbers are back to pretty much normal at the Peoria International Airport. That's just one of the things you need to know to start your day for Thursday, May 18th. I'm Colin Shope, and this is WCBU's On Deck. Support for WCBU's On Deck comes from Palomar Wealth, providing financial planning and advice for Central Illinois. Introducing Navigating Your Financial Journey, a podcast exploring the concepts of financial wellness with the Palomar Wealth team. Now available on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. More information at palomarwealth.com. First on deck today, the Peoria Area Association of Realtors hosted the third roundtable discussion on the future of the former McKinley and Harrison school sites yesterday. WCBU's Tim Shelley reports on this latest conversation. The city of Peoria and the Peoria Housing Authority are applying for a $500,000 planning grant to explore redevelopment opportunities for the site of the former Harrison School and the surrounding neighborhood. A study coordinated by the Peoria Area Association of Realtors recommends additional public housing units and construction of a new multi-purpose neighborhood center. Armika Crawford is the Peoria Housing Authority Executive Director. What we want to happen is this plan to materialize. We don't want this to be another topic that we're discussing for the next 10 years. What we hope to see is timelines developed and actions taken. Planning grant applications are due in June, with announcements on the awardees expected by the end of this year. Meanwhile, the site of the former McKinley School could host new single-family housing. Peoria Mayor Rita Ali says that's one concept under consideration as part of a broader neighborhood revitalization effort there. I think it's a great start and that within that area, if we build, say, five to six homes near the McKinley area, it begins to generate um, uh, I think, new life within that neighborhood. The homes would be built by Habitat for Humanity. That would reduce the overall costs of the new home construction. For WCVU's On Deck, I'm Tim Shelley. Here are some other stories that we're following in the WCBU newsroom. The U.S. Supreme Court will allow the Illinois ban on military-style weapons to remain in effect while a lawsuit moves through the legal process. And the city of East Peoria is considering reducing the number of lanes on a portion of East Washington Street. Find more of these stories and all the details at WCBU.org. The Peoria International Airport is back to pretty much normal travel numbers after the pandemic. I spoke with Director of Airports Gene Olson about those numbers and the latest on the upcoming construction of a brand new control tower more than a decade in the making. The business traveler really hasn't come back as strongly as the leisure traveler has. Um, and, and also you can, you know, you can kind of judge by your own behavior. I mean, how many Zoom calls and Microsoft Teams meetings have you been in on lately? Uh, and I think business is utilizing that as a, uh, a tool much more than they used to. And uh, so it's, it's really a matter of competition between, you know, electronic communication versus travel. We just went through a pretty high volume travel period, spring break, a couple of months ago. And there's another one coming up as people begin heading out for their summer vacations. How'd that spring period go and how are you preparing for the next wave of vacationers? Funny you should ask because we just got our April passenger number reports in and we were just a little over 52,000 passengers getting on and off airplanes in, in uh, 
at Peoria in April. Um, that's about a seven, it's a little over 7% increase from last year. Uh, so that, that was pretty good numbers. Uh, March was a lot more. Um, there, I, you kind of have to go by when the schools are scheduling their spring breaks. And so March was a lot heavier spring break period than April was. Um, and I think March we were up like 20% from last year. Um, now we're still not in the pre-COVID levels. Um, you know, 2019, we saw several months during the year where we were over 60,000 passengers, and, and we're not up in that area yet. You know, we're, we're close enough to say that it's pretty much normal. What's the latest with the new control tower? Some history on that project. We started, we did the site selection for the tower back in 2012. And then in about 2013, we started on the design. We had that kind of wrapped up by 2015, but the documents didn't become final until 2017. Um, and then if you remember what was going on in the federal government at that time, we were hitting the sequestration periods, so there was no money for construction. So that dried up. And we've been working for five years to try to find a funding source. Uh, the bipartisan infrastructure law provided that source. And um, I kind of initially thought that, you know, we're going to be a leg up on everybody and ready to go. What I didn't count on was five years of building code changes and five years of requirements that the FAA has um, that, that were worked into that. So what we're doing right now is um, going back with the architect and redoing some of the design to incorporate things that have changed. Um, probably one of the more significant changes, and I don't know if this is building code or if this is FAA requirements, but um, they have to be able to get a gurney in and out of the elevator. Uh, and so, you know, you've got a 130-foot-tall building that's got an elevator. It needs to be able to get a, a, you know, a medical patient out of there in case somebody has an issue. Um, and so that's going to change a little bit of the shape of the building, which has ripple effects on changing steel and all kinds of other things. So we're going through that effort um, right now, and uh, we should uh, have all that design rework um, we, we just got the final list of what the FAA wants to see in the design uh, from them uh, this week. And uh, we should see the engineering firm start on the design, or the architecture firm start on the design work. And I'm thinking like six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. Uh, and then we should have some documents ready for bidding. So that'll put us pretty close to the fall. And you don't want to dig a hole in Illinois in the fall because it's going to fill up with mud. <laughs> uh, so we're probably looking at springtime to start construction. That was Director of Airports Gene Olson. You can find more details on our conversation on WCBU.org. Other projects coming up at the airport include the $8.5 million rehabilitation of runway 422 and an expansion on the west side of the airline terminal to facilitate larger models of airplanes. Now before we let you go, tonight is the Broadway Market in downtown Manitou. You can find unique crafts, baked goods, and more from regional vendors from 4 to 7 p.m. And that's it for today. The show was produced by Holden Kellogg. You can subscribe to WCBU's On Deck podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.